Hello, good afternoon and welcome back for the final chapter, chapter 15 in George's Marvellous Medicine. <laughs> and at the end of this, there is going to be a little quiz so you can message me with your answers. Oh, oh, oh. We will see how well all of you have been listening. <gasps> so get your pen and papers ready for the end of this story. <laughs> now this is chapter 15 and it's called Goodbye Grandma. So here goes. There's still something you've left out, Mr Cranky said. I can't think what it could be. George said. Give it up, Mrs Cranky said. Pack it in, you'll never get it right. Mr Cranky looked very forlorn. George looked pretty fed up too. He was still kneeling on the ground with the spoon in one hand and the cup full of medicine in the other. The ridiculous tiny brown hen was walking slowly away. At that point... Grandma came striding into the yard. From her enormous height, she glared down at the three people below her and she shouted, What's going on around here? Why hasn't anyone brought me my morning cup of tea? It's bad enough having to sleep in the yard with the rats and mice but I'll be blowed if I'm going to starve as well. No tea, no eggs and bacon, no buttered toast. Oh I'm sorry mother Mrs Cranky said. Oh, we've all been terribly busy. I'll get you something right away. Let George get it the lazy little brute. Grandma shouted. Just then, the old woman spotted the cup in George's hand. She bent down and peered into it. She saw that it was full of brown liquid. It looked very much like tea. Ho, ho, she cried. Ha, ha. So that's your little game, is it? You look after yourself all right, don't you? You make sure you've got a nice cup of morning tea, but you don't think to bring one to your poor old grandma. I always knew you were a selfish pig. <gasps> no, Grandma, George said. This isn't... Don't lie to me, boy, the enormous old hag shouted. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Pass it up here this minute. No! cried Mrs Cranky. No, mother, don't. That's not for you. Oh, now you're against me too, shouted Grandma. My own daughter trying to stop me having my breakfast. <clears throat> trying to starve me out. Mr Cranky looked up at the horrid old woman and he smiled sweetly. Of course it's for you, Grandma, he said. You take it and drink it while it's nice and hot. Oh, don't think I won't, Grandma said. 
bending down from her great height and reaching out a huge horny hand for the cup. Hand it over, George. No, no, Grandma George cried out, pulling the cup away. You mustn't. You're not to have it. Give it to me, boy, yelled Grandma. Don't, cried Mrs Cranky. That's George's marvellous. Everything's George's around here, shouted Grandma. George's this, George's that. I'm fed up with it. She snatched the cup out of little George's hand and carried it high up out of reach. Drink it up, Grandma, Mr Cranky said, grinning hugely. Lovely tea. No, the other two cried. No, no, no. But it was too late. The ancient beanpole had already put the cup to her lips and in one gulp she swallowed everything that was in it. <gasps> Mother! wailed Mrs Cranky. You've just drunk fifty doses of George's marvellous medicine number four and look what one tiny spoonful did to that little old brown hen. But Grandma didn't even hear her. Great clouds of steam were already pouring out of her mouth and she was beginning to whistle. This is going to be interesting, Mr Cranky said, still grinning. Now you've done it, cried Mrs Cranky, glaring at her husband. You've cooked the old girl's goose. I didn't do anything, Mr Cranky said. Oh, yes, you did. You told her to drink it. A tremendous hissing sound was coming from above their heads. Steam was shooting from Grandma's mouth and out of her nose and her ears and whistling as it came. She'll feel better after she's let a bit of steam off, Mr Cranky said. She's going to blow up, Mrs Cranky wailed. Her boiler's going to burst. Stand clear, Mr Cranky said. George was quite alarmed. He stood up and ran back a few paces. The jets of white steam kept squirting out of the skinny old hag's head and the whistling was so high and shrill it hurt the ears. Call the fire brigade, cried Mrs Cranky. Call the police. Man the hose pipes. Too late, said Mr Cranky, looking very pleased. Grandma, shrieked Mrs Cranky. Mother, run to the drinking trough and put your head under the water. But even as she spoke, the whistling suddenly stopped and the steam disappeared. And that was when Grandma began to get smaller. She had started off with her head as high as the roof of the house, but now she was coming down fast. Watch this, George, Mr Cranky shouted, hopping around the yard and flapping his arms. 
What? What happens when someone's had 50 spoonfuls instead of one? Very soon, Grandma was back to normal height. Stop, cried Mrs Cranky. That's just right. Oh, but she didn't stop. Smaller and smaller she got. Down and down she went. In another half minute, she was no bigger than a bottle of lemonade. How do you feel, mother? asked Mrs Cranky anxiously. Grandma's tiny face still bore the same foul and furious expression it had always had. Her eyes, no bigger now than tiny little keyholes, were blazing with anger. How do I feel? she cried. How do you think I feel? How would you feel if you'd been a glorious giant a minute ago and now suddenly you're a miserable midget? She's still going, shouted Mr Cranky gleefully. She's still getting smaller. And by golly, she was. When she was no bigger than a cigarette, Mrs Cranky made a grab for her. She held her in her hands and she cried, How do I stop her getting smaller still? <clears throat> you can't, said Mr Cranky. She's had 50 times the right amount. But I must stop her, Mrs Cranky wailed. I can hardly see her as it is. Mm, catch hold of each end and pull, Mr Cranky said. By then, Grandma was the size of a matchstick and she was still shrinking fast. A moment later, she was no bigger than a pin. <gasps> then a pumpkin seed. And then... Then... Where is she? cried Mrs Cranky. I've lost her. Hooray! said Mr Cranky. She's gone! She's disappeared completely! cried Mrs Cranky. And that's what happens to you if you're grumpy and bad-tempered, said Mr Cranky. Great medicine of yours, George. George didn't know what to think. For a few minutes, Mrs Cranky kept wandering around with a puzzled look on her face, saying, Mother, where are you? Where have you gone? Oh, where have you got to? How can I find you? But she calmed down quite quickly. And by lunchtime she was saying, Oh, well, I suppose it's all for the best, really. She was a bit of a nuisance around the house, wasn't she? Yes, said Mr Cranky. She most certainly was. George didn't say a word. He felt quite trembly. He knew something tremendous had taken place that morning. For a few brief moments he had touched with the very tips of his fingers the edge of a magic world. <laughs> oh my goodness, poor grandma.
Oh, but maybe that was what's happened when you're grumpy and horrible and a nuisance. Ooh, don't think that I'd like to disappear into nothingness, though, do you? Well, tomorrow we start a new story. I've got a few different ideas, so I won't know until tomorrow what I'm going to read. Um, if you have any ideas, ping them over to me in a message. But now, if you've got your pens and papers ready, we are going to find out how carefully you were actually listening. So number one, what is the first thing George puts into his medicine? A, golden gloss hair shampoo. B, super foam shaving soap. Or C, waxwell floor polish. Number two. What colour does the medicine need to be? A, brown. B, blue. Or C, green. Number three. What happens when Grandma drinks George's medicine? A. She starts to dance. B. She jumps off a chair. Or C. She runs round in circles. Number four. After his grandma, what animal does George feed his medicine to? A. A pig. B. A cow. Or C. A hen. And number five. What's the name of George's father? Uh, A. Mr. Frilly Frankie. B. Mr. Killy Cranky. Or C. Mr. Rilly Ranky. Ooh. So, I will give you the answers tomorrow before we start on our new story. But until then, I think you ought to message me your answers and let's see what kind of answers we get. Yay! And if you can't remember them, don't forget, you can always re-listen to the story to find out. <laughs> so anyway, I think that it's time to go. And... I think that whatever you're doing today, you should absolutely 100% enjoy yourself. But also make sure that you are taking care and staying safe, of course. <laughs> And I will see you all again tomorrow with a new story and the answer to our little quiz. <laughs> OK, I will see you all again then.
Bye for now.